0: Hey everybody, guess what? It's Jr. Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast. And today's episode, right now, we're going to be focusing on Season 8. Red Pill Universally. Hey, Red Pill students, get out your notebook. It's time to start writing things down. Hey, remember this. Write this down. I am... I am the most high value person, or I am the most high value man, or I'm the most high value woman, or non-binary, or the most high value LBGQ plus IA, whatever. Whatever you decide to write in there, I am the most high value whatever. Or if you say I'm the most high value dog, you're the dog, or high value cat, or high value whatever. Anime, your decision, you choose on which high value you are. And that's your high value. Whatever you decide, that's what you will become. Got it? Good. Now, we know that's what you are because you say that's what you are. You are the most high value person there is, all right? Now, we're gonna start digging in. I'm gonna ask you a simple question. And the question I'm going to ask you is this, a vowel. Let's do the vowels. A, E, I, O, U, sometimes Y. That's what the vowels are, all right? Now you know the vowels, <clears throat> all right? The reason why I say that is because I want to tell you something. This is something you need to understand. When you're looking for a high-value woman, you want a woman that you want a woman that that care, that cares about your needs as well as her needs. A good example. This is what I mean. You want to find someone that, let's say, they let's say they go out with their friends. Let's say they go out with their friends, their best, they're out with their friends, hanging out. And they go somewhere to eat. Some somewhere, somewhere fancy or somewhere. Just somewhere to eat. And that person sits there while they're out eating. It's like I gotta get I gotta get my boo, my bae, something to eat. I gotta get my boo my bae something to eat. They were like, like, like what? Well, I just gotta get them something to eat. Because they're eating, they say. well I gotta get I gotta get that person something to eat. When they think about getting you something, even though you're not there. That's how you know you have someone that's a keeper. That's a, that's a mentality of a high-value person. So you have someone that cares about you, even though you're not there. Good. Another good example, here's another good analogy. And I want you to take this to the heart. Okay, your success measures by what you do. You don't have to sit there... And um, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you this, and I'm gonna tell you this story, and I'm sincerely with all true or earnest. You don't have to sit there and be an ass. I remember I watched a video about um, Andrew Tate. Who said this girl said that Andrew Tate at the time when he was young. She said he looked like an ass. She said he looked like an ass. She said he looked like an ass. He said he was skinny, scrawny looking. He didn't have the confidence of being a great, you know, a good man, an alpha. That's what she said. You didn't look like a great alpha. So, what he did was, he took that as a sign of, okay, you're thinking I'm a simp. I'm going to fix that. So what he do? He fixed it. He no longer was that scippy guy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, he became something greater. Oh, he became an alpha. This time he became an alpha on steroids. turned around and he bought he turned around when he became an op on steroids he turned around and bought himself a, a, a Lam- he bought him a he bought him a Lambo he, he found a good Lambo really good price Lambo and he bought it and then one day he went to this particular place he said he was talking about how he went to this particular place and this place he went to this girl said, Hey, Andrew, Andrew, remember me? He was like, why am I supposed to remember you? Um, You, you, um, at the time you, you, you asked me, um, you asked me out or something. Don't remember. Sorry, wish I did. Don't remember. And He walked away. In the back of his head, he's like, yep, I remember you. You're the one that rejected me. This all could have been you. You could have been the first woman in my kingdom, but you didn't. So now, fellas, ladies, non-binary, LBGQ plus IA, don't want offend anybody. Sorry. If that, if that offends you because I'm using all those pronouns and all those other alphabet letters, hey, sorry. But in red pill, we got to include everybody. Because there's someone for there's someone for everybody. And I'm being honest, there is. There is someone for everyone, and I'm telling you truthfully there is. Now allow me to allow me to clarify something. And I want you to understand something. There there was this story. There's a story. There was this guy. This guy was a multi-billionaire. When I say multi, he was a multi-mega billionaire. Guy owned all kinds of stuff like that. Guy was mega rich. The only problem the guy had was he had no girlfriend. He had no wife, he had no love life, nobody loved him. Even though he had all the money in the world, he was unhappy, because he couldn't find someone to actually love him, for him. So, you know what he did? He said, I, I, I want someone to love me for me, not for my money. So... He sat there. He didn't want to date his co-worker. He didn't want to date his assistant. He didn't want to date his secretary. He wasn't into doing that kind of stuff. So you know what he did? He said, "I'm gonna take a vacation." He worked a whole year without any days off, and he took a va- he took a vacation. He took a vacation, and his vacation was he went and he went to go live at a shelter. He lived at a shelter for um, approximately three months. Took a three month sabbatical from his job to go live at a shelter. He walked in, he went to a Goodwill. Everywhere is a Goodwill. And he bought a bunch of raggedy clothes from the Goodwill. Just some trashed out clothes, changed clothes. Went and changed clothes. Got rid of all his jewelry, all of his stuff, and everything It just, had everything set on auto payment. Everything was on auto pay. Told his sister, he had a sister. Told his sister, could could you run my company for three months? She said, well, you know, I have a family. I'm not asking you. I just want you to check on things. Just pay my bills. You're good at paying bills. You you have a wonderful husband. You're a loving family. I just need you to pay my bills for three months. Here's my card. Just pay my bills. Oh yeah, you can pay your bills for three months. Don't don't abuse my card. Just pay your bills. Pay my bills, and then we're good. And then and then the money that that. And the money for those three months, put that into a bank account and set it aside. Don't touch it. Just don't touch it. Tell your husband you're going to pay the bills, pull the money out, and set it aside. All right? Put it in a savings account and don't touch it. But use my money to pay the bills and pay your bills. So that's what she did. She paid all the bills that way for three months. Because her brother asked her to. While he was there, he was homeless. He lived like a homeless person. Yes, he lied. But he wanted to see what he can find. And the reality was, the reality was he found, he found people that were honest, people that actually cared. He didn't find anyone that was negative. Everybody was an open book type person. That's what he found. He loved it, that the idea that what he found was true. He found and he, and he found and he was there. And while he was there, he was working. While he was there, he would come there every day. He would get up when they tell him to get up. You had to be be out of the shelter at a certain time in the morning But he asked He told him He says Hey, um, can I stay here If I clean up, if I do this, if I do that Well, the the guy who ran the shelter was like "Uh, Yeah, you want to do what? Yeah, I'll clean up the place I'll sweep, I'll mop I'll paint walls I'll do anything as long as I can stay here and not go out there in the real world. Just every day. The guy was like, oh I don't know. I'm not sure about that. I'll have to think about that. He says, please. I'm just asking. I need, you know, because you know, the guy's like, well, you meant you're that bad. He says, he says, I can't. I'm sorry. Wish I could help you, I can't. He says, the owner of the place was like, I can't. I'm sorry. I'm the manager. The manager of the place goes, nope, I can't wish I could help you, but I can't, it's not my problem, it's, it's not my fault, I'm sorry, I wish I could help you, but I can't, to each his own, your responsibility, you gotta get out, so everyone had to get out, so, here's what he did, the night, every time he come, he come there, he'd he leave and he'd go somewhere, he'd go somewhere, he went to the library and he would just sit there and he would just read some books, you know, he would go and sit and read a book, every day, Cause he was bored. I mean, he had nothing to do. He would go read some books that he always liked. He had time, so he went to the, went back to the shelter. And at night time, there was this night lady that worked there. And the lady that worked there at night was really nice, and she and she was really good at what she did. She was good at her job. He 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 would come in, and he would say, she would say, hey, I got I got your bed for you. And he was like, okay. And he was like, thank you. And she was like, yes. He was like, thank you. And he would tell her, thank you. And she said, yeah, you can go take a shower over there. And she said, go take a shower. And he would go take a shower, and he would go come out. And she said, here you go. She said, "Um, you got clean clothes? I just have the clothes I have on. She said, here, let's get you some clothes. She go in there, here, try these. Nah, that don't look right. You you look like a a person that would wear stuff like this. So wear this. And she would dress him up. There you go. You look much better. That's better. This tie looks better on you. And she goes, okay. So, and he was like, thank you. She said, ah, no problem. So, what do you do? He asked her. He, so, he started up a conversation all night. What do you do? She says, well, I work here. Uh, so, what do, you do when, what do you do when you're not working here? She goes, I work. At, I'm, in co- I'm in school. I'm about to graduate. She says, I'm about to graduate college. And I just, I, I, I have this because I need some money. Just extra money. That's all. I'm good. And he goes, Oh, okay. And that's what she did. Yeah. Yeah, he, he actually cared. He was interested because he liked the way she, you know. And she says, So So how's business going? How's your business ideas and stuff? She says, Well, I have this idea about a business that I want I wanted to start. And he says, Well, what is it? And she said, It's this. He says, Oh, okay. And he was listening, and he was interested. He says, has anyone ever, you ever pitched it to any companies? She's like, "Um, I don't know how to do go about doing stuff like that. He goes, well, I tell you what. You're in luck. I'm always at the library. And I went to the library, and I researched at the library for you. And she goes, what do you mean? She says, I went to the library, and I did some research for you. He goes, well, what do you mean? And he told her. He says, I did this. I did this. I looked this up for you. So I'm helping you. I wanted to help you. And she goes, okay. So he helped her. He says, I did this for you. I researched this for you. I did this for you. I did that for you. And she said, oh, thank you. He says, you need to write them a letter. Write them a letter, and then you need to write a proposal. And then you need to tell them that the reason why you want this to help start your business and stuff. And he says, and then write him, okay? And then say, then put this name said this, put this name says, put this name and say um, on recommendation by, and put that name there. And and she goes, what's that name? Just just put that name there. She did, wrote the letter. He helped her write the letter. She mailed it off. He helped her mail it out. Mail it out. Drop it off. Yeah. They're going to help you. They're going to give you. He said, "This people right here are going to give you a mentor. And she was like, okay, well, I need a mentor. What do I need a mentor for? Because you're about to start your business. And he helped her. The reason I'm telling you this, Red Pill students, is because he found his wife. And the company that he submitted that he told her to write to was his company. And the person that he was submitting this to was, the letter was to his, it was to his, um, secretary. See, when he started his company, see, let me go back a little further. When he started his company, the first person he hired at his company was a secretary. He needed someone that he can trust. So he hired his secretary. His secretary was the one person he trust out of everybody. And the reason why he trusts her is because the person he hired was his sister. Yeah. He had two sisters. One of his sisters, she was became his secretary. He always kept her. She all she I mean she worked for the company. She was part of the company. When he started the company, she was there. That's that. That's how that's how good she was. That's the company. It was him and his sister. His sister was the secretary, and he was the one in charge. And he ran it the way he ran it. She did. He was never there. She was always in charge. When it came to paying bills, he always had his older. He had his um, older sister to pay the bills because his older sister was more responsible because she's married with wife, and, married wife and husband, wife and kids. He had a husband. She had a husband and kids. She was happily married with a husband and kids. So he would, always, he would always ask his sister to pay bills for him because she's more responsible. And he, and he has that thing that it's a family affair when it came to his business. So that's what made him really be respectful in his company. And that's what she did. So, she paid, so he would always tell her, pay my bills. Here's my card, pay my bills. And she would pay him. And she had all his access to all his accounts. And hey, that's his sister. That's his family. don't you know you don't you know treat people that way but he did the girl came back about a month i'd say about a week later girl come back said hey i got a response the lady wants to meet with me some lady so her name is such wants to meet with me so she's the secretary to the ceo of the company and she wants to meet with me about about having the proposal being reviewed oh he said well good so what do I do? He says, well, get it reviewed. Okay, we'll, cu- we'll, we'll cut there. We'll cut it right there after that. She had a review. He turned around when he, after these three months, he got done. He turned around and he thanked her. And he told her, he said, out of all the people here, you're the nicest one that I've met. He said, when she stayed like at night... He would stay up all night just sit and talk with her. He would sit and talk to her all night. He would just sit there and chit-chat with her all night. Yep. Yeah. He slept all day. But he would stay up all night and just chit-chat with her. And never, never questioned her or never, never did anything wrong. He just, just spoke to her. Had a conversation with her. He chit-chatted with her would talk to her you know he would chit chat with her and just talk to her and tell her you know he would say hi you know and just sit there all night with her and stuff and 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 he would spend and in the daytime he had a um, there was a homeless guy that told him a spot where he can go and sleep and nobody would bother him it was a particular spot where nobody would bother and he told him, "Go there. You can sleep all day, and nobody would bother you." So he went there. I mean, he did though. When he, when I said he did the homeless thing, he did it for real. He actually was homeless, homeless for real. The reason why I'm telling you that student because he wanted to. He didn't want to. Like some people will go and be homeless. They were faking. Nah, he wasn't faking it. He, he literally lived. He acted homeless. Did not have any money, didn't carry any money, and he lived like, and he panhandled. He peddled, he panhandled on the corner. Like, they told him where to go to get the most tips and stuff for panhandling and stuff. He did everything like you're normally supposed to do as a peddler. He did everything by the book. Yep. And people were shocked, you know, until one day he's standing on the corner. He's in the daytime, he's on the corner peddling. Standing there asking for tips, and she sees him, and she pulls over and she goes, she goes, she goes, hi. She goes, what are you doing? Ah, nah, I nah, Don't don't be doing this. He says, well, I gotta have some money, you know, I gotta have money to eat and stuff. She, say, she says, stop. she doesn't stop. I want you to come, come on, come over to my place. She said come to my place. She says, she came over, go to my apartment. You're gonna stay here. All right, you don't have to stay at the shelter. You can stay at my place. I'm never here, because I'm in college, and at night, I work there. He says, but, I, but I'm gonna, not gonna see you. Ah, but don't worry, because you have a nice place to sleep. You might wanna, you probably wanna be by yourself. No, not really. I prefer to be with some. I prefer to have hang out with people. She says, well, all right. Okay. Come on. So, she went, and she says, come on. So she took him over there. There, use my shower. He took a shower. I mean, he's used to, and he's like, wow. Even though she lived a modest lifestyle, she had a decent, a good-sized apartment. And she goes, you know, she's like, she's like, thank you. Smiled and and thanked him. You know, the moral of that story is, students, he found his wife. Because he actually found found out how she really was. And then, when his three months was up, he realized one thing. He came back down there to see her. He went to college. He went to her university where she was at, and go look for her, and found her in college. While she was in school, he um, he asked, and there she was in class. And he was a guest he, he was a guest speaker at one of their business conferences, his company. And he walked in and he spoke. You know, yeah, his company was doing was speaking. Yep. Yeah, he was there. He was he was a a speaker, a guest speaker, at the conference and stuff. So he spoke, and the company was like, okay. And he got up and he went and spoke and he talked about business and stuff and everything and she says. I know you," she says. "I know you from somewhere because he grew his beard out and everything." She goes, "I know you from somewhere. Probably. I really do. I swear, I know really. you." And he goes, "Maybe." And she's, and then he goes, and after he gets done, they he goes, "Can I take you out? Can I take you? Can I take you out? To, can I take you to dinner?" She's like, uh, okay. I want to talk about your, your, you submitted to my company. I like the idea that you submitted. I wanna, I wanna invite you to one of our, one of our. I wanna invite you to one of our workshops, lunching workshops. This Saturday, come and we're gonna, we're gonna start talking about how to help get your business up and running. She says, okay. And he went. win and got it done she got it done signed up everything and he was the happiest camper in the world she loved it she had a blast at the thing he told her now you remember and she, when she saw him from the side view, she, said, <gasps> and she goes now I remember you you are such and such she goes, yes I am yes she says Why were you pretending to be homeless? No, I wasn't pretending. I was actually homeless. She says, what? Yeah, I was actually homeless. He says, "Um, every year, um, every year I do that, I become homeless on purpose. I'm homeless on purpose every year. The reason why is because I just want to experience what it it was before before I got successful. I never forget where I come from. So that's why I, I live my I live my life that way. And she goes, Oh, yeah. Um, the la- he said the lady that you the lady that you got the letter from, that's my sister, my my baby sister. She works for my company. Um, the finance lady that says that I'm going to be reviewing your finances, that's my older sister. She works for my company too. But she works whenever she works for my company whenever she feels like. it. I never make her. She doesn't have to work. She works whenever she has time, because she has a wonderful husband and she has a family, and she lives her life a certain way. Never knock, never knock what she does. You know, kick a poo. Yes. So basically, what I'm telling you, students, is that he he really did like her, and they they both started talking, and and they both really they both really. Was was head over heels, and he and he married her, and now she helps run his nonprofit organization because he wanted to run a nonprofit organization, so she runs that for him, for his company. Got married and got a bunch of kids, and she and she gave him four boys, no girls yet. As of date, four boys, no girls, but eventually they will get some. He wants at least one girl, he has four boys, he's happy with the boys, but he wants a girl, just one. So he said he's gonna totally be happy with that. All right, all right. Hey, everybody, listen. This is J.R. Bell, your Professor rope. I was telling you that story. The reason I'm telling you that story is because red pill students need to know. It doesn't matter how much money you have, sometimes your success can be the measure of what you do. You can be rich, you can be poor. I'm telling you, it doesn't matter. Here's a good, here's a good analogy. There's a famous actor, the famous actress. She got married and the person she married, she's a high value woman because of her um, status as an actress. She's an A-lister, she won an Oscar. So she's really high value. Guess who she married? She married a guy who's a, he's a construction, um, he's a construction, construction foreman. That's who she married. Not a not, not, he's not a high value type guy, but to her, he's high value. He doesn't make the kind of money she makes, but he brings something that she needs. Stability, comfort, peace, calmness. That's what she that's what he brings. And that's what she asked for. See what I'm saying? So students, sometimes it necessarily doesn't necessarily have to be the equal amount of money. So fellas. Ladies, gentlemen, women, non-binary, everybody and all those people in the LGBTQ plus IA community and all those in between and all those other things that you don't like. Anyone, whatever you call yourself. Listen carefully. It doesn't matter who you pick or who you you choose to be in your life. As long as you pick someone, okay? Whoever makes you happy, whatever makes you happy, makes you the happiest. Trust me. If it makes you happy, that makes you happy. Okay? You need to be happy, that makes you happy, that makes you very, very happy. Okay? I'm just telling you. If that makes you happy, then you need to be happy. If you're not happy, find someone that makes you happy. Uh, Allow me to tell you something. Sometimes, some people say, well, what do you mean? I don't get it. I said, you got to find someone that completes you. If that person doesn't complete you, find someone who does. Now, it may, it, it, you may go through, um, what do you call that? You might have to go through um, a, a, a phase or where you're going to have to go through a whole bunch of rotten apples just to find that one good one. But it takes time. And be patient. Trust me, students, be patient. I guarantee you, when you, when you be patient, it'll come to you. And that person will show you. And you will be happy and you will be in love and you will find true happiness and you will be the most happiest camper there is. I know that. And I'm telling you that for a reason because I want you to feel that to understand that you will find true happiness. Alright, students? Alright, everybody. Hey, this is J.R. Bell, your Professor Row, Yes, Professor. Red Pill University. All things Red Pill. And I'm not, and, and I told you when I did this podcast on Red Pill it wasn't all about being an ass And all about that stuff about, Like the way Andrew Tate talks about how to do it That's not how it does Sometimes you can be a red pill But you can also get a little more kinder Not a simp We're not asking you to simp or bow down We're asking you to be honest And be true to yourself, okay? That's it, alright? Hey, I will catch you In the next red pill lesson But first I want you to do something for you Homework time Grab your notebook, write this down, this is your homework. What I want you to do is whatever you are attracted to. So if you are attracted to the opposite sex, the same sex, whatever you are attracted to, I want you to meet, I want you to go to someone that you that you don't normally know, that you don't know or have never met, and just say hi. Be like, hi, my name is J.R. Bell. This is me doing it, okay? You use your name. And introduce yourself. And just say, hi. Hi, I'm whatever your name is. And that's it. That's all you got to say. Nothing else. You don't you don't ask her or him or whatever. Just say, hi, my name is such and such. Get comfortable just saying hi, your name, and whatever. That's it. And that's all I want you to say. It's just hi and your name. And that's it. And when they ask you, oh, hi, well, hi. That's it. That's it. That's all I wanted to do. Just wanted to say hi. Wanted to say hi. I wanted to get and then when they asked well, why, she just said I just wanted to get comfortable saying hi. Because um, sometimes I'm not comfortable with saying hi, so I needed to get comfortable in saying hi and that's it. Alright. Remember that, alright students? That's your homework. Go out there and just meet random people and just say hi. Male or female. If you're a guy and you want to meet random female, go to a guy and say, Hey, my name is J.R. Bell. That's it. Nothing else. Hi, I'm JR Bell. Now, let's go. You never know sometimes you might end up meeting a good friend. You might make a you might make someone that can be a good friend. Or you might find someone that can be your soulmate. You never know. All right. Good. All right. I will catch you in the next red pill talk.